Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. And today we're going to be previewing UFC Fight Night, Pavlovich versus Blades. We're going to be making our picks for the fight, as well as our Hammy Sosa Lock of the Night, our NyQuil Fight of the Night, and our Prelim Pick of the Night. As as previously mentioned every episode, please join our Verdict League. The link to that is in the description of every episode on our link tree. It's a free app that you can download and join into a a tournament and a group with all of us to make fights or make picks on every fight. Uh, it's a lot of for fun. free for free. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. And uh, if a bunch of people join, I think over 10, we're all going to throw in some money in the winter at the end of the season gets all the money. So please do it. It's free and it's a lot of fun. Um, just to cover our all time pick records, Mikey's 53 and 41 all time, five and five on NyQuil fight of the night picks. Jeff is 62 and 41 all time, five and seven on Hammy Sosa lock of the night picks. And I'm 57-45 all the all time. So let's start with this main event here. Sergey Pavlovich, a huge fight versus Curtis Blades, basically to eliminate one contender from, I guess, contention against John Jones. Or if yeah, he the loses number to one Cipe. contender fight, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much yeah. exactly. Wins the Cipe fight. And I think both of these guys actually do carry um, some tools that could beat John Jones. I think. Curtis Blades matches up with his wrestling to John Jones very nicely. And uh Sergey Pavlovich has the striking to handle John Jones, I think. But um you're gonna see two different styles clashing in this fight. So I'm very excited to watch it. Um, all right, we're gonna start with you, Mike. What are your thoughts on this fight so far? Um, I would say this is gonna be one of Jeff's classic live bet scenarios. Like yes. I would Definitely wait to because this is like fucking oil fighting water. Like this is a class of two totally different styles. I really don't think we're gonna know until we're probably halfway through the first round if Blades decides he's gonna wrestle, if he's even gonna have success. Because I don't like it's not like he he's a good wrestler, but it's not like he does that every fight. So who knows if we'll even see that? He likes to stand in yeah, fucking bang as of late, He's been standing weirdly. That's yeah, like his it, like one outlier in the heavyweight division is his ability to grapple, but I don't know. It's been like the last four or five fights. He really hasn't grappled much at all. Yeah. But I would have to think that his coaches and his team are telling him, uh, I could be wrong, but telling him, get this fight to the mat. Get this yeah, fight to the mat to. as soon as you can. And another thing about watching and seeing how it goes is both of these guys – in, all, in most of Blade's fights where he gets it to the mat, he does it early, like first one, two rounds. In every fight with Pavlovich, he puts it on early, first one or two rounds. So I really think this is going to be a fight you're going to have to wait till about the two-minute, 30-second mark, and you're going to have a pretty good indication of where this fight's going to go. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and yeah, like you guys said, it's just a straight-up ground and ground wrestling fighter against a guy with absolute bricks for hands and Sergey Pavlovich. Um, he's just a scary man. He's knocking out everyone. And Blades is probably the best or second best wrestler in the division behind John Jones. And these guys are going to be fighting their asses off to try and get that belt again, or at least try to challenge John Jones for the belt. Um, I think Pavlovich is going to be looking to move, as you guys mentioned, and stuff Blades' takedowns and keep him on his feet. And I think he's going to have to try and counter-strike Blades at these different angles um, because he's going to try and, you know, just get points. But he can't be looping. He can't do these big looping shots because when he's going to throw those looping shots, Blades will st uh, try and, you know, sweep a, sweep the leg or do a double leg and take him down. 
and uh, level change. So you have to be patient on the, on this and just look to stuff the level changes when they come. For Blades, I think he's trying to get this on the ground as quickly as possible because Pavlovich can put you out immediately. Um, he does not like to stand and bang anyways. So if he can't stand with Sergey, which I don't think he obviously will be able to, he's going to be looking to do some takedowns. My guess is he stands for a bit um, and trying, you know, tries to get Sergey to throw a looping shot so he can try and level change and take it down. Um, to me, I think Curtis Blades just has more ways of hurting Sergey, and I don't feel great about it because I, I would not be surprised at all if round one Sergey Pavlovich knocks out Curtis Blades. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But I think there's such a small uh, time frame where he is dangerous, where we haven't seen him go past. Um, and because of that, I'm just picking Curtis Blades here. But I don't feel great about it. Do you guys have your picks in? Yeah, I'm. I can't get the fucking picture out of my head of fucking. I know it happened so. It was probably a couple years Please ago. Please say now. it. Please say Dude, it. When Derek fucking. When he shot on Derek Lewis and the uppercut from hell, dude. When Derek Lewis hit fucking Curtis Blades with that uppercut as soon as he shot, dude, I feel like Sergey's going to pull off the same exact shit. I, I, yeah. I keep having the same vision as well, but. Yeah, I, I'm leaning Pavlovich as well, just but for that same exact if, reason. If he, God, if he doesn't fucking knock him on that first takedown attempt, I'm scared. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the thing. It's a very slim margin. Yeah, there's like this little, little tiny like half second where I feel like the fight's gonna be like won or lost, possibly because these. I mean, these are some big boys. They're. They're not going to do much different. They're they're probably going to be set to one thing. Both, it's going to be fucking Sergey trying to knock him out and Curtis trying to get it to the floor. So, I feel like that little half second on that first entry is going to be crucial. Agreed. Mike yeah, you. I think it'd be pretty interesting to see too if this fight does make it to the judges' scoring card. How Pavlovich fares in like round four and five? Because if you're a knockout artist, what what's your What's your yeah, plan I mean, those late rounds? Literally, the only time we've seen him get into, like, deep water on the ground, Alfred Overeem submitted him. Yeah, yeah and that, that was, was, what, like, four years ago? His, yeah, and it was, like, his first UFC fight, second UFC yeah. fight. Yeah, it was his debut. Yeah, yeah, that... So, I mean, we don't really have much of a fucking... Much of a fucking... I don't know the word I'm looking for, but... Yeah. Like a metric. <laughs> Yeah, much of a fucking group to look out. Yeah, and I just, like you said about Derek and then Naganu knocked him out, like, they're just, their style is so similar to Pavlovich, and I can just see that happening at some point. I'm I'm leading Sergey too. Yeah, all right. Let's move on now to a pretty good main event, Brad Tavares versus Bruno Silva. I personally am not, like, a massive fan of Bruno Silva. I, I think his fights kind of go are a little bit boring, in my opinion. I do really like Brad Tavares, though. I think just his style of fighting is always a lot more fun, and I think he can outpoint uh, Bruno Silva. And obviously, if it goes to the decision, and I think Brad Tavares can outpoint Bruno Silva, I'll be taking Brad Tavares here. Either way, I think he can outpoint him and just hurt Bruno Silva. Um, and I just like Brad Tavares better as a prospect, so I'm picking him. We'll start with you, Mike. Who are you picking in this one? 
Um, I'm also going to leave Brad Tavares, too, because I just – Bruno Silva, you know, he came in fucking hot. Came in super hot his first three fights. Three entertaining finishes. Then fucking loses one. Not that big of a deal. Everyone loses one. But it, it was that last fight to Mearshart. That really, really, really threw it yeah. off for me, Dude, man. That's... Like, Mearshart is one of them guys. We talked about it a few weeks ago. When you feed a prospect like Silva going into that fight, who's known for knocking people out to Mearshart, it's pretty much a guaranteed win for most of these guys. And the fact that he looked just absolutely horrible against Gerard Mearshart, that was recent. It's just, it stands out like a sore thumb to me. And Brad Tavares, not, he doesn't have the exact skill set of Mearshart, but has a very similar style. And the fact that he's like poised, very patient. He takes his time. He's not afraid to take a distance. I just think Tavares with, you know, all his experience and everything leading up to this is going to come out with a decision win. Seriously, that's literally exactly what I said. That fucking loss to Gerald Mearshark is weighing heavy on my conscience because, I mean, we seriously just watched fucking Gerald get put in a body bag by Joe Viper. So, I mean... It's so hard to take Bruno Silva right now, even though he literally went to decision with the scariest man in the division, probably. Yeah, still. I mean, Alex is still the scariest man in the division. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, All right, moving on down the card now, Bobby Green versus Jared Gordon. Oh, what were you about to say, Mike? Oh, my bad. I, I, I was going to say, too, like, um. So did you, do you guys think it's possible that the Jared Mearshart fight with Bruno Silva was an outlier, though? Do you think that might have just been a stain on his career and he had a really bad night maybe leading up to it? Or like, or do you think that was indicative of how he is as a fighter? Yeah, I, I, see, this is the fight that I feel like we really find out, honestly. Because yeah, I think that's the best answer. Before, before the Alex fight, he has, like, a whole lot of wins in a row and a huge win streak. But you look at the names, I mean... <laughs> he knocked Jordan... out Max's favorite, Jordan Wright. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jordan Wright I mean... is he's, he's not my favorite. That's what I thought. <laughs> I fucking hate Jordan Wright, actually. <laughs> I remember correctly. That's the white dude. Yeah, that's the... What's his name? Beverly if Hilton. I remember correctly. Is that Beverly Hills Ninja? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, fuck that But guy. yes, yeah. So I I feel like this is a real coming out moment for Bruno Silva possibly if he can fucking get out here and get a huge win. But I'm still rocking out with Brad. Yeah, same here. Jordan Jordan Wright's on a four fight loss streak. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, he is. I don't know if he's still in the UFC or not. That's crazy. Um, yeah, no, I I I agree with Jeff. I think that's the right answer to that. I, I, they're just they're although they're pretty similar. I mean, um, it's still tough to say. Let's move on now to the Bobby Green versus Jared Gordon fight. Bobby Green obviously coming off of a knockout loss to Drew Dober. Jared Gordon coming off what was actually a win against Patty the Batty. I mean, guys, I know people are starting to be afraid about Bobby Green's chin, and he's mentioned something about retiring, but he always talks about retiring all the time. So I'm not worried about that. And Drew Dober has hands, like elite hands, so I'm not really worried about that knockout. I know I know knockouts do erode the chin, but I don't think it's eroded to the point where Jared Gordon's going to be getting a knockout anytime soon over Bobby Green. I think Bobby Green's movement too is going to be really hard for 
Jared Gordon to handle. I mean, Jared Gordon was unable to knock out Patty the Batty, who makes it very easy for people to knock him out. Um, he just flies in there and throws with his head on the line. So I think Bobby Green's movement is going to really mess him up. And I like Bobby Green in the spot because I'd think that Bobby Green is not going to be able to get hit by him and will be able to hit Jared Gordon. And Bobby Green has hands. And I don't know if Jared Gordon will be able to implement his wrestling either. So I like Bobby Green in the spot. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Bobby Green's wrestling, his anti wrestling, yeah, actually, is just like way too good, and it's actually pretty underrated. He he can he can stay up with the best of them. His little yeah. sprawling shit. He's got like a somewhat wrestling background, so I'm not surprised. But I mean, where are we talking about? It's Bobby King Green. I gotta lock him up as Hammy Sosa's <laughs> locking tonight. It's... It could be my last one. I really think it could be his last one, this one. I did oh, so. said it could be that, your last that one. Knockout, like, oh, no. That knockout from Drew. I mean, that that was scary. And to suffer that pretty, pretty late in your career, I mean, and then get a winnable fight right after it, why not? Why not end it on a win? I see. You think he retires on a win? I I, I can yeah. see that little Zach Cummings situation. Minus, I don't think it'll be that much of a beatdown. But yeah, why not? You're pretty much the main event, your co-main event. Yeah. Why not? Why not, Mike? Yeah, I had to actually the same note down that if Bobby Green wins, he will retire. I believe that 100%. This is kind of an interesting one, too, because I feel like everyone, including us, are really coming around to Jared Gordon now after his last, you know, famous horrible dog shit decision against Patty Pimblett. And I feel like before like before that fight against Patty, even though he lost, we probably would all be sitting here like, Jared Gordon, he can't fucking hang with Bobby at all. But I feel like maybe... I don't know. I think there's going to be times in this fight when he's going to make it a little tough. I don't think he's going to win by any means, but I think there's going to be certain moments where he makes it interesting. But yeah, Bobby's takedown defense, like Jeff said, and that sumo weird style he does when he blocks the takedowns is fantastic. He is one of the few fighters, too, who seems to actually consistently have the ability. He knows how to use his reach which is like a lost fucking art, it seems like, amongst a lot of these guys, especially the guys like who are outside the rankings. He knows how to use his reach. I just feel like he's just going to tag up Jared Gordon. I don't think he's going to knock him out because Jared Gordon's a tough cookie too, but a decision win, then retirement. Oh, yeah. Bobby Green by points all the way, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Lock it up. Um. All right. Next fight, Lucindo versus Brogan Walker. Uh, Lucindo is a female fighter I'm a big fan of. She's... Throws a ton of output. Um, she kind of fights like crazy. Um, people have called her like I think a banshee. Just the way she fights, she goes insane. Brogan Walker is an up and coming fighter. She's seven and three. She, I believe, this is her UFC debut. No, it's not. She's yeah, been on... yeah. This is... no, 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 no. Because that last one, it was the what you call it, tough finale. Versus... Yeah, yeah. Oh, against Juliana Miller, where she got beat the fuck up. Um, well, actually, she was winning that fight pretty much. Yeah, but then she lost the ground. And I just remember how vicious the ground and pound was and how amped up Juliana Miller was, which, like, she was... Yeah, and then nuts. Juliana turned into a fucking dog. Yeah, she got... She got... She got... She's, Juliana Miller's coming off that Veronica Hardy win. We got that one wrong. Um, But anyways, Lucindo, I can see having the output sort of like Juliana Miller. So I'm picking Lucindo here because I think that maybe she can get that... That output can overwhelm Brogan, but I don't know what you guys think. I this was one I was having a really tough time trying to pick. Yeah, this one 
it feels like the Bruno Silva to me where it it just has that loss where it's a bad stain because, I mean, Juliana Miller, her last fight, she looked pretty awful, yeah. pretty much, I mean. The whole time. Pretty much just like Gerald Mearshart. And it's like. Yeah, start to finish, you, she looked bad. Yeah, are you really, are you below? Are you actually below this caliber? Are you actually what that your last loss says you are? Or are you better than what that last loss are? I says you are in. Are you going to be actually be something? So this is a huge fight for Brogan Walker. But that being said, fucking Luciendo is a dog. I mean, she's been on an absolute tear lately. I can't not rock out with her. There you go. Mike? Yeah, I think uh, the minus 300 line it's been going up and down is pretty indicative of how this fight's going to go. It leaves you with, like, no betting action whatsoever, but it's pretty fucking indicative. Oh, my, He's... boys. Sorry I, sorry I cut you off. Good. Guess what just got booked? What? Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns. No way. Nice. Oh, yep, co-main event for May 6th, UFC 288. Oh, let's go. Wait. Oh, man. It's the wow. Bilal Muhammad fucking death day. Dude, dude, Jeff, <laughs> this is great. We get to fucking watch one of our favorites beat the fuck out of Bilal. Yeah, exactly. Dude, dude. don't, don't be yeah. so confident. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Law's yeah, training with the Eagle. Don't be too dude, confident. I hope, I hope they give me a line near to even on that fight. I'm fucking betting my whole yeah. life on it. Yeah. I'm making a deal with the devil on that day. <laughs> uh, deal with the devil. That's. I'm glad you just said that because I was going to go into this Lucinda fight a little bit saying that another thing too, dude, if if Brogan Walker can get drugged to the depths of hell by Juliana Miller, I know Jeff was saying she was winning in the beginning, which she was, but towards the end, get drugged to the depths of hell, Lucinda is going to do that same exact thing. That's her bread yeah, and butter. But She's even 20- deeper. Right. She's 21. Her motor is outrageous. She gets on you, and it's pretty much fucking over. I think the line's pretty accurate. I don't think this is going to be a good night in the fucking cage for Brogan Walker. All right, lock it up. All three of us pick Brogan Walker there. All right. Not Brogan Walker. I mean, Lucindo. Sorry, Lucindo. Lucindo. (laughs) Max got that 420 going today. Hey, what is up with you? All that goo. (laughs) Happy holidays, everyone. Um, All right. Next fight, Jeremiah Wells versus Matthew Semmelsberger. Boys, I really like Semmelsberger here. To me, his ability to find his opponent's chin uh, mixed with his takedown defense, power from his punches, and his really solid wrestling make him a really hard opponent for Wells. Uh, I know Wells is really hard to hit and has never been knocked out, but this is a big step up for him, whose biggest win was against Colt McGee. I think Semmelsberger has faced guys like Wells before. And I think his experience and expertise is going to get him the win here. We'll start with you, Mike. How are you feeling about that? I am never, ever, ever, ever fucking picking against Semi the Jedi ever again yeah, after last fight. Last I, time. I will pick fucking Semi the Jedi over 10 Polacks before I fucking pick against him. I will pick him against 10 Motherland fighters <laughs> and fucking Francis Nagano before I pick against dude. him again, dude. He Fine. embarrassed us so bad last fight, dude. Me and Jeff <laughs> talked all this shit about how he's basically from our backyard. He trains in our backyard. Dude, how you know we should crazy? pick him, and then we didn't. 
And he made a fucking mockery of Jake Matthews. Made a mockery. After us three said it was going to be the other way around, Jake Matthews was on some other level that Semi the Jedi wasn't. He came out like fucking Obi-Wan and whipped him. Dude, that it was a bad one. Semi just, he like you said, Max, he comes the whole time. He's balls to the wall. Oh. I know Jeremiah Wells. <laughs> balls. I know Jeremiah Wells. <laughs> has been proven that he can't get knocked out. I'm not saying he is going to get knocked out, but he's not winning this fight against the fucking Jedi. I see it that way too. Jefferson? Dude, I mean, I fucking love this fight. I love everything around this fight, honestly. I mean, we have the other half of the fucking infamous glue-sniffing championship, fucking Jeremiah (laughs) Wells. (laughs) I forgot about that. I mean, after that fight with Bud Diamond. And, dude, I forgot about that. I am in the halfway point of these two guys. Yes, we are. Me and Mike are the dead halfway point between these two guys' gyms. An hour. We're an hour away from each of them. So this shit should have been in the fucking Bob Carpenter and fucking in Newark, Delaware. Dude, and we're an (laughs) hour north and south. Like, we are literally smack in the middle. Damn. Dude, this shit should have happened in fucking grottos. Dude. (laughs) Fucking sweet. All right, <laughs> but, next fight. Yeah, oh. I, well, whoa, 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 hold on, Max. Hold I got on, confused when you were talking about But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely rocking with Semi. I mean, I can't not rock with the guy. Like like Mikey said, he had us looking fucking stupid in his last fight. Yeah. And and let's just be honest, dude. Semi the Jedi's opponents are far better than anyone Jeremiah Wells has fought. And probably yeah. some of them are probably even better than Jeremiah Wells himself. So And Semi has some of the highest fight IQ. While Jeremiah Wells was one half of the lowest fight IQ fight I've ever seen in my life, so yeah, good point, good point there. Um, yeah, I forgot that's an old callback to a very sniffing championship. As soon as I saw that that fight on his fucking record, I fucking almost leaked myself. <laughs> All right, next fight: Carl Rosa versus Norma Dumont. Norma Dumont, kickboxer with some pretty good jujitsu. I think Rosa has better jujitsu though. Um, but Rosa has never not looked super good in her last couple of fights. That being said, Norma leaves herself open because she throws lower amounts of heavy, wide looping shots. Rose Rosa has very good accuracy, so I think she'll point out point with jabs during those loops and maybe even knock her down. And because of that, I'm taking Carl Rose Carl Rosa to win this fight here against Norma Dumont. That was kind of rolling off the tongue, weird, Carl Rosa. Um, but we'll start with you, Jeff. Yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be another one of them super close uh, women's decisions where it's going to be one one woman trying to control grapple the whole time and doing little to no, like, takedown submission. I Not takedown submission attempts. And, but still maintaining that control time. And usually that doesn't value it. I feel like that's going to be Norma, Norma Dumont style. She's going, she has the wrestling edge clearly in this fight. That's Carla Rosa's or fucking. Dude, you guys got her fucking pronouns all mixed up. She's a woman. Her name's Carol. Carol. Carl It's hard to say. 
It's Carol. That's why it's Carol. fucking Carol. She's a girl. Carol, 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 Carol. <laughs> Never met a fucking guy named Carl or a girl named they, Carl. They all say it, it. She's Brazilian. They say it differently. I don't know. They, go, yeah. they all call her Carl Rosa. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Isn't it confusing though, Jeff? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's confusing, but yeah, yeah give me, I'm I'm just gonna call her Rosa by here. Yeah. Call her Rosa, it's easier. But yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like Rosa's gonna land the way heavier shots throughout this fight. But I feel like the the, the judges they're gonna break the streak and they're actually gonna give it to the crotch sniffer. <laughs> I feel like they're gonna give it to Norma Dumont, even though she usually doesn't do the crotch sniffing and it feels bad calling her a crotch sniffer. I feel like she's going to have to fucking patrol grapple the whole fight. Fair enough. Mikey, what are you is talking? Is her name, uh, is it one of the ones where you don't say the K? Is it like Harl? No, it's like, they. everyone calls it Carl Rosa. Max, just say yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm, like Jeff said, I'm just going to call no, it Rosa too. we're not fucking then. stupid. Yeah. No, I think I'm the stupid one, but I'm the car Rosa then too. But one thing I can promise you about this, boys, I will wear a fucking dunce cap next episode and we can record it and put it on fucking YouTube if this fight does not go to the judges' scorecard. Like this fight is almost guaranteed to be a decision. <laughs> and another thing about these slower level prelim fights, especially it seems specifically the women's ones, I can almost guarantee you it'll be a decision. And I can almost guarantee you guys it's going to be a fucking dog shit decision. This is going to be the worst yeah. decision of the night by far. This is going to be a complete fuck up on the judges' behalf. I can almost guarantee that completely. And yeah. like Jeff said, Norma's definitely a far better wrestler. And honestly, I think she's a better striker too. I think Norma has edge in about every facet of this fight and she's going to run away with the win. But she'll win the eye test and then lose the decision. All right. Because it's going to make zero fucking sense. You're picking Norma. Okay. Let's move on further down the card. Mo Usman versus Junior Tafa. Boys, you know that Mo Usman's last fight drives me fucking crazy against Zach Pauga because Zach Pauga was beating up Mo Usman until Mo Usman just was, got a little lucky and was able to knock out Pauga. You guys know I talked about that because it was so frustrating because Mo Usman looked terrible and was getting pieced up. And then he still got the win. I think Junior Tafa is a better version of Zach Pauga. And I know that's dumb MMA math, but I do think Zach Pauga will be able to finish what, or sorry, Zach Pauga? Junior Tafa will be able to finish what Zach Pauga started against Mo Usman. And I'm picking Junior Tafa here to get the win. Um, I just, I, I really don't like Mo Usman as a prospect, to be completely honest with you. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean, what, what kind of simulation shit? fucking universe shit is this i mean we have kamaro uzman's brother fighting fucking the youngest of the tafa brothers in a mm -hmm. heavyweight fight yeah, i mean that weird this is kind of funky but <laughs> but i i mean you know how i love me my fucking big fucking hawaiian or islander fucking knockout artist give me fucking justin or fucking junior tafa <laughs> i just called him his brother god damn it but give me junior tafa <laughs> To no. knock out Mo Usman, like you said, he's kind of like a better version of Zach Pauga. I mean, he without he just doesn't have the wrestling or somewhat of a wrestling like uh, like threat. He, I would say, yeah. 
Mike. at least a decent at all. But yeah, I feel like it's going to be stand up fight, no doubt. It's going to be fucking lights out, someone at least. Yeah, this was actually my NyQuil fight of the night because of what you were just saying, Max. I wanted to piggyback on what you said a little bit. Mohamed Usman has just not been fucking impressive to me at all about anywhere. Like watching his tape, I just don't like you said. I'm not, I, I'm not writing him about him because he's Kamara's brother. I don't think he's that great of a fighter. Junior Tafa's been around the block for quite a while, which is kind of weird because he's only 26, but he's been fighting kickboxing for fucking ever. He's fought pretty, pretty decent opponents, not the best, but decent opponents, and he's had good success with them. I can see him having good success here. I think he's going to knock Muhammad Usman the fuck out at some point during this fight, at least TKO. All right, there we go. Final up, fight. Boys. Go ahead. Another fight announcement. Uh oh. Sean Strickland versus Abus Magametal. Oh, that's our <laughs> boy. Who, that's, our, that's a fucking banger. That's the guy who knocked the fuck out of Stoltzfus, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. God damn, that's a fucking fight and a half. Damn. Oh, Manson makes... versus Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was expecting that. We were waiting for that one. That was, yeah, that one was Vittori. like rumored. What'd you say? Cannoneer versus Vittori, too. Oh, really? Ooh. Yep. And Emmett versus Taporia. I think that one's been... That one's been in the books. Yeah, Emmett's yeah. fucked. Yeah, if he's Dude. done after that. Hopefully he's done after that. If he loses. All main events, too. Those are all fight nights. Oh, nice. Damn. I thought that was actually pretty good fight. ones. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Our final fight that we're going to cover, Francis Fire Marshall versus William Gomez. I'm going to keep it simple with you. I think Fire Marshall is a very interesting prospect, and I think he's really good. He can really put some work on Gomez. Um, I liked watching Gomez's tape, but Fire Marshall sort of reminds me of Cody Simon in that he's freaking ripped, has endurance, has hands, and I don't think Gomez has any of that. And I just think Cody uh, Francis Marshall is the better prospect to me and the more impressive fighter. So I, I'm going to pick Fire Marshall here. Um, against William Gomez. We'll start with you, Mike. Who are you picking? Yeah, I, 100%. I'm piggybacking on that. I'm 110% picking Fire Marshall. I just think, he, like you said, I just think in every – like, Gomez is a pretty decent wrestler, but I think then Fire Marshall is a better wrestler. On the feet, Gomez isn't as aggressive. Fire Marshall is in your face trying to fucking pummel you while he's on the feet. He reminds me – I like the Cody uh, – comparison you made but i kind of like uh i kind of think of him almost like ricky simone but not quite as good like good he's one. the same fighting style where he can like mix in wrestling and he's kind of very aggressive banshee like in your face trying to pummel you and i just gomez if you watch a lot of his tape he spends a lot of time moving backwards and i i wasn't digging that against a guy like fire marshal who's constantly coming forward like i just don't think stylistically or personality wise which doesn't mean a whole lot but it's, it can mean something it's this is a good matchup for William Gomez at all. I agree with that, Jeff. Yep, I agree a hundred percent with both of y'all. I mean, I I think I think Francis really won us all over when he beat our boy. Sadly enough, I mean, he put on a crazy performance in that, and his UFC career so far has been great as well. So I mean, I can't not rock out with it. Francis Fire Marshall, he he's really up and coming, and I see really great things in his future. I yeah, hear these I hear these comparisons, but I seriously think he's going to be like really, really fucking good in this in this yeah. fucking league. 
Everybody yeah, and he's really young. And like you were just saying about – it's not even the fact that he beat Connor Matthews, like you were just about to say. It's that he fucking pummeled him. was kind of yeah. just insane to me. And, and, then, so, and then he's pummeled everyone since, too. Yeah, he's been he's been looking really awesome. I uh I, I think he's he him and William Gomez are my prelim pick of the nights too. I think that's gonna be a fun fight for two young, uh just intriguing prospects that are gonna go and try and get a win there. So um all right. Sorry about how much of a fucking mess that one is. Happy four twenty to everybody. I hope you guys all have a great time celebrating safely. And um yeah, we will be back. Later in the week with a review of UFC Fight Night, Blades versus Pavlovich. So thank you all for listening and peace.